0: Going, hello
1: everybody welcome to big planet comics podcast i don't really know what number this is 87 93.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, we don't have kevin here so yeah this all, is uh, uh, a flying free form uh so first uh this big planet comics podcast you can uh, listen to it on itunes and subscribe there as well it's also on our website at bigplanetcomics.com what else we got uh slash big planet comics twitter tumblr Interests, whatever you got, we'll probably Talk about, do it about us on Reddit.
0: <laughs> Reddit,
1: the the sub form for big black. We MySpace. Do we have a MySpace?
0: We do. Sadly, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I the amount of people on there who don't want to work for the company is kind of tells you how. We <laughs> have a computer. Google Plus. We do. That's I, I don't even know what that's called. A Google Plus. Thing. I think it's a, a Google Pluser. <laughs> that's, that's
0: what it is. Is, yeah. it, is that really? Yeah. Yeah. called? Is it? No. Wow.
1: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I really have no idea. Uh, anyway, uh, right. welcome. As we said, Kevin is not here, but I am Jared. I'm um, Nick. I'm Kelly. Wait, what? Who are you? <laughs> Somebody snuck how in here. here. So uh, Kevin is uh, on a religious sabbatical for the week, possibly two or three weeks, depending <laughs> on how long it takes him to clean up. I mean, uh, <laughs> put, Find put himself together. Yes, whatever whatever his excuse is. <laughs> so we have a uh, lovely fill-in. Uh,
2: I'm Kelly. Hi. What you got? I am a new, new-ish person. To the Big Planet family. To the Hooray. world. To the world. <laughs> to yes.
1: the world. So we're going, <laughs> we're going for the, the baby newborn experience. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this it's will be a fun experiment because Kevin also does all the technical stuff. So we'll see <laughs> how many air horns are I don't even know in, if this is recording right now. In post-production. <laughs> I think it's recording. <laughs> anyway, welcome. Uh, so let's just get the show on the road so we can get over with it as soon as possible. <laughs> so first thing up is news. I do news. Burr, 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 burr.
0: There's no sound effects. So I just got not come it. in. Ready? We'll yeah. go to news. Okay. All right, we got a lot of news. A lot of news coming out. Uh, there's, uh, you know, Comic Con's about to happen too. Uh This news slowly setting out. This coming in weekend? Advance. I think so. Or wow. next weekend? I don't know. It's really soon. Um, one of the first things I saw was that Marvel, after Infinity, there's some kind of. Uh, you know how they did, like, Dark Rain and stuff after all their other events? Right. There's things, something called Inhumanity, where a Terrigen mists are released across Earth. And I think maybe everybody gets superpowers. I don't know. It's re- it sounds really crazy. But the cool thing about it is there's going to be a new Inhuman series by Matt Fraction, which should be very sweet. What's him. that Matt Heads Fraction him. kid done? <laughs> he does Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. And other stuff. Sweet. <laughs> Hawkeye's the only one that's really important. But, um, <laughs> that's always <nice>. good. <laughs> no, he does a lot of other awesome stuff. He does Sail at we'll talk about later. true. Him. Uh, what else did he do? Casanova.
2: Doing FF. He does FF and Fantastic Four.
0: Those are good. Uh, yeah. But he's going to be doing that. And cool. then another thing is that, um, Marvel announced that they're going to do a Phantom X Max series. I don't know if you saw that. Weird. No. But it's, uh, Andrew Hope, who hasn't actually done anything in comics in like 10 years. Encouraging. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: So Phantom X is the Grant Morrison. Yeah, he's the Weapon X program dude. Weapon Plus program. Weapon Plus, yeah. (laughs) Get it straight. Is he what? Is he still in Uncanny X Force? He was in the last Remender one. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, the Mac stuff kind of takes place in his own country. True. We'll see how that goes. Plus, he's French, which is always a plus. Yeah. The coolest news though was all the stuff from like Image uh, Expo. Yes. Yes. Which is pretty rad. Um, There's a whole lot of new books coming out. Um, They all look really good. Yeah, there's Alone by Straczynski and Sienkiewicz. Weird. There's Black Science by Rick Remender and Mateo Scalera, which looks really awesome. Yeah. Um, there's another Rick Remender book with Wes Craig called Deadly Class. There's MPH by Mark Millar and Duncan Figredo This is, like, creators are pretty insane. Yeah. This is awesome. And Matt Fraction and Christian Ward doing ODYC. I'm not even sure what Odyssey. Is.
2: Odyssey. It is a gender-reversed... Oh, Odyssey. Telling of
0: the Odyssey. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I was like, O-D-Y-C, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like O-D-B,
1: but worse spelling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's Southern Ambassadors, which is the one I'm most excited about. Oh, that. so yes. That's Jason Aaron and then Jason Latour drawing it.
1: Who did... What did Jason Latour do? that? Lucent's, awesome. No, that loosens. Awesome he did Southern some of that
0: Marvel Max, like the first part of the first Wolverine Max issue. Or
1: yeah, apparently I read on that one that... Uh, oh, no, wait, he didn't do that. He wrote... He wrote, wrote some of Wolverine.
0: He wrote... Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't There's done anything in a long time. But apparently Jason Aaron said that, like, since they're both Southern boys and, like, a lot of the ideas for this are, like, stuff he couldn't fit in the scout.
0: That's also, I'm like, perfect. That's sweet. And another thing we have is Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting on Velvet, which also... Which basically the looks weird. like, it's like the Captain America. America team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other thing they announced is that Walking Dead in a few months will have a big storyline called All Out War-, War, which will be, like, a 10-issue bi-weekly storyline, which is pretty insane. Wow. Um, Cool. And then one other piece of news. I'll let Jared handle this one.
1: Uh, So, last time we mentioned that Big Planet Comics has teamed up with Retrofit Comics to co-publish comics from now on. And the first one already came out. Beach Girls by Box Brown is in my sweaty little hands right now. It is awesome. Uh, Kelly's actually read this. I have.
2: It's fantastic.
1: You heard it there from the source, folks. You can say more.
2: I'm fairly biased. No. Um, yeah, we're
1: all kind of biased. <laughs>
2: it's it's really it's just beautiful and um, oh. the way I, I'm in love with this book. Really. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, every single page is different. Basically, like there's nothing static about it. Your eye goes a different place all the time. It's really fantastic.
1: Plus, there's a surfer dude. <laughs> there, there is say, a surfer.
2: Dude.
0: Let, let me let be rad see, today. Yeah. Let <laughs> say rad. Which there are
2: awesome. a lot of burritos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I'm still read it. We yeah. just got it, but Box Brown is always awesome. And then yeah, there's I'm a backup
1: about. by yes. James Kudelka. Yeah, also
0: Probably. always awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're super biased because we're publishing, co-publishing right. <laughs> this. Box Brown is the other co-publisher, and he's in it, and we love James Kudelka. Yeah. So. There's a conflict uh, of interest there. The interest is that comics are awesome, and we're helping <laughs> make them. So you guys should all buy this. Right. So if you don't live in the Big Planet area, we'll have this. This is an RV in a store. We'll have it at all the other stores by next week. Otherwise, just go to retrofitcomics.com and totally trust us that we're unbiased in how awesome this is. <laughs> all
0: right. So good. what else we yeah. got? Uh, and that's, that's all the news. Not yeah. enough news. Now we got to go straight to questions.
1: All right, everybody,
0: hold on. We got. this lot power through, through this question. <laughs> just make it stop.
1: All right, our first one up is from – I'll get to that in a second. I'll just read the question. It's funny. So, uh, are superhero comics just too adult these days, and is it killing readership? I mean, I love the capes, but the last time I got crazy jazzed about a regular Batman book, I was 11. always felt like they were the gateway. You know, then you hit puberty and find the heavy metals and the Minara, the Mobius stuff. Comics with boobs and adult themes. Ah, we have this discussion at the studio all the time. What studio? They, I think they all seem, especially DC, gearing older and older, not creating content for the younger generation to get into, hence, why most kids still love comics but prefer manga. Anywho, Becky and I want to say thanks again. She be my better half, or engaged rather. I keep listening good stuff. And that's from Andy Bellinger, who is at Andy Bellinger, B-E-L-A-N-G-E-R. I don't remember On Twitter. Is. Yes. <laughs> who is uh, the guy who does the awesome black church that we review? Which reviewed? is like
0: a really, really adult comic. <laughs> yes. lots awesome of boobs. The and most violence. awesome,
1: violent, booby metal comic ever.
0: Pretty funny question coming uh, from him.
1: But yeah, so I talked with him on Twitter a bunch, and uh, he said, obviously, he and Becky are engaged, so congratulations. Well, that's good, that would yeah. be Becky Cloonan, uh who edited oh, right. Black Church, yes, <laughs> which was amazing. And Congrats. They're also in the studio with uh, Carl Kershaw, who does uh, oh, that's the Flash awesome. yeah, and great. the abominable Charles Christopher, yeah, yeah, yeah. which we got, him, which is really that's good. Cool. And they used to be, I think, Stuart Emonen, or, God, no. Emonen? No? no, that wasn't it. Oh, uh, God, I can't remember now. But someone else that's was in their studio. Fourth
0: person. Yeah,
1: so they got a really cool studio. That's cool. And he said, luckily, uh, Black Church 2 is coming out in late August, yes. so we'll find out what happens that's to awesome. Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> that's so sweet. But anyway, uh, who wants to tackle this one first?
0: I don't even remember what the question was at this point. Uh,
1: Something about kids' comics. Superhero comics are gearing too old. I disagree. Go. What you got?
2: Well, I mean, the first thing I think of is FF because it's one of my absolute favorite comics right now, and it's superheroes, and it's not at all adult, but it's appealing to an adult. I think.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely kids can read it. It's like you know, it's about a bunch of kids in a crazy science school. Right, with, with supervillains attacking. It's
2: not just kids. I mean, you've got the adults, no, yeah, the yeah, adults yeah. have their storylines, yeah. and it definitely. I mean, I, I feel like it reads like a superhero comic right. yeah. should read and does. Um, but it's not a. I mean, it's not overtly adult.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Marvel does it a little better from time to time. Some right. stuff is a little still a little crazy. Like Spider Man gets pretty intense sometimes, yeah. which is kind of weird. But um, that's just the nature of how it is right now. Um, but the cool thing is that there's a lot of other kids comics that aren't like you know superhero things um, which is uh, I this may be kind of why there's not a lot of kids superhero comics because kids now read like a lot of other comics you read like you know bone, amulet, and yeah like, all these other
1: I think you know, there's the shift towards like monthly comics for kids to like graphic novels for kids, yeah, which is kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like you're not know, coming to the comic store every month and you right. Know, so but it's so hard. hard. I Weird. guess it's hard for a little kid to
0: come every month. No. Like,
1: Mom, but but no, even if you're 10 or 12. Or right. I did that when I was a kid all the time. I was like, come yeah. on, Mom. But, like, we had a guy come into the store who's, I think he was Italian, and he's like, where are all your Donald Duck comics? And we're like, oh, they're not publishing any new ones in English. And he's right. like, what do the children read? <laughs> and I was
0: like, I what, do not know. What do you have for children? If yeah, it's have, crazy how many... can. In Greece, they call comics Mickey Mouse. Or at least, like, they what? at least yes. they, they did until I was, like, a certain age. <laughs> awesome. Like, they're like, you're reading Mickey Mouse? I'm like, no, I'm reading Spider-Man. are <laughs> <They're> like, oh, <laughs> you're reading a, a Mickey Mouse about Spider-Man. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, like, a... Yeah, it was weird. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, there's, there's stuff. There's, there's stuff, stuff out there. But there's definitely... It's definitely a lot harder. They have yeah. ratings on the books now, which kind of help. Like, some of them will say A. But even the ones that say, that, like, yeah. teen aren't, like... You know, they're not even like they don't even have curse words in them. You know, it's not that's true. It's not like they're PG thirteen. I don't know. Well, they do have
1: teen plus for a lot, which I think is more PG. But even those don't have so. like curse
0: words in them. Uh, true. You know, it's it's weird. It's so, a hard thing it's to think. It's more say. the violence. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of the violence and the suggestive stuff in it. That's true. Running around in these costumes is often a little edgy for people. <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, yeah. All right.
1: Well, anyway, thanks uh, for the question, Andy. As you can tell, we're struggling with that one, too. But, yeah, anyway, uh, check out Black Church and all the bacon stuff, Church too. They're very good. Um, so, uh, since this is our most cutting-edge podcast <laughs> ever, I will tell everyone that we like getting all these questions and stuff from you guys, so you should totally send us questions, which I forgot to tell Do you. It. <laughs> so uh, you can email us at podcast at bigplanetcomics.com, sure. or, like Andy, tweet us, or tell us at the store, or call yeah. us. Send us a letter. The um, letter would be good.
0: Cause at uh, the hotline. The hotline, no, no one ever
1: does. You can leave a voicemail, so you don't actually have to talk to a live person. I believe it's uh,
0: 173-539-CAST. That sounds about right. Which
1: is probably right. If not, check bookplanetcomics.com. <laughs> but I'm kind of worried that I have that memorized, and I don't know like other people's phone numbers. <laughs> what's our next question? All right. Uh, next one up says, what's up, dudes? Greetings from Chicago. Hey, from Chicago. Who is Chicago? this? <laughs> Greetings from the Chicago area. Greetings back to you from D.C. This is from Pete Lauer.
0: Pete Lauer of Chicago.
1: Yeah, I kind of like that because we often don't know where people are talking to us. So anyone who yells at us, tell us where you're from, especially if you're not from around D.C. Mm -hmm. Yeah, If you are, we don't care. No, we probably (laughs) talk to you a lot. Interesting, he's got a connection to D.C. We'll get to that. Um, A few questions, comments, suggestions for the podcast. Number one, I'll do this one. Who would win in a fight, year one Jim Gordon or earth one Alfred?
0: I thought Batman Earth
1: <laughs> 1 was kind of stupid, but it was fun to see Alfred closer to his prime.
0: Batman Earth 1 was sweet, man.
1: All right. So Batman Year 1 uh, is from 86, 87. And that's like when Batman's first starting out. So Jim Gordon's just like a lieutenant in that, right? Yeah. He's really young. He's kind
0: of like the Jim Gordon in the, in the newer movies. movies so he's like of? a tougher, younger Solid guy movie. who's okay. still
1: like the corrupt city and all that. He's pretty tough. And then Batman Earth-1, Alfred is like, he's like ex-SAS or something yeah. ridiculous. I'm going to go with
0: Alfred from Earth-1. I'm pretty sure he, would, he yeah. would destroy
1: Jim Gordon. Yeah, Jim Gordon's a tough cop, but yeah. SAS is kind of yeah, he's ex-military. Like elite military. Kelly, what do you think?
2: I can't weigh in on this. I'm sorry.
0: What's your answer? <laughs>
1: I'm
2: going to go with it. Alfred.
0: Alfred up. So it's, everyone's for Alfred. All right, who's next? Uh, I'll read this next question. What meat goes best with pad Thai? I'm thinking pork, but chicken is currently making a great case for itself. I think you're wrong. Shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> what do you got? Chicken. I'm gonna go tofu just to screw with you. For so the shrimp meat, I guess so.
1: Is tofu meat? No. Yeah, tofu is not meat. Tofu all meat. right. The
2: point. Do any of you have pets? If so, do they like comics?
1: <laughs> um, these are all questions from Pete, so we're still on <laughs> here no. We've got a lot. Um, uh, my roommates have pets. Uh, so, no, I don't have pets. And they um, don't like comics. They don't like comics.
2: I have a few. And? and? Uh, I think so. I think <laughs> I think my dog is... A, I mean, she likes Hawkeye because there's there's a dog in that. It's true. And that dog likes pizza, and she's a fan of pizza, so they get It's uh, Perfect target <laughs> <Yes>. audience. <laughs> target audience, my dog.
0: I had a pet frog, but it died when I was like 10. So that's tragic. I got, I got nothing. Did it like comics? Uh, the turtles uh, I think I might have used some of the wine that's <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess probably
2: really did
0: it, read, it sat there and read them before it like went to the bathroom <laughs> or as it went to the bathroom <laughs> like most people oh that's awesome
1: um, alright let's right. read the next question Can I do it do
0: that one you, you do it
1: alright what are your favorite
0: alcoholic beverages? Please don't say strawberry Oh, uh, that's Kevin's. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kevin's probably drinking a strawberry right. right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're hangover waiting to happen. And besides, the lime ones are indefin- infinitely better.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I said. But Kevin likes the strawberry ones. Does he? Uh, oh, man. I' Not here to defend did, it, so. I, I Yeah, I drank, I drank some one night and I did feel like awful the next one because they're really sugary. Right. So you get like this sugar Buzz. alcohol hangover that's terrible. Um, but I like to drink whiskey oh, and beer. That's it.
1: classy, man.
0: Yeah, it's nice How about you? I like cider.
1: Oh, that was my go-to. Cider's Sorry, I, I like, like
2: the fancy, fancy English cider.
1: Yeah, that's. good I like stuff. any cider that is sweet. Well, Jared doesn't really drink alcohol, so cider is yeah. the closest he can get. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lightweight,
2: so that's. It's more I also, bad like than
1: my book. Um, what do you call it? The the lambics that are fruit flavored, like raspberry lambics. Mm-hmm. But again, those are like ciders. I like scotch sometimes. I like I like whiskeys too. You like whiskey. Like holding Sneak it in a glass, and looking manly. <laughs> as long as I don't looking drink manly. it, Damn. yeah, tequila's well, good too.
2: Actually,
1: Waffling. ooh, wow, I like tequila. There's, have you I been? I drink a lot. I don't know. Oh, I mean, uh... not. Yeah, well, have you been to uh, Centro on Fourteenth Street, the Mexican place? They've got like two hundred brands of tequila. Oh.
0: Yeah. It's too much tequila <laughs> it's too much you tequila. don't have to drink you it all I'll take at once. one of each there you go I don't know you know I never hang out in DC <laughs> I just go to work and as soon as I'm flying, I, I clock out I'm like I'm out see ya yeah, <laughs> that, that is three blocks from no the, the store that Nick works at Yeah, but no anyway coming here. Uh,
1: oh Pete has more Oh, I love the podcast. It's the only podcast where I actually listen to every episode. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I recently went back and listened to the first episode and listened to the probably drunk Kevin and Nick of yesteryear discuss which new 52 <laughs> titles will be good and which ones will suck. Was hilarious. For example, you thought Grifter would be one of the better ones to come out of the relaunch before
0: anyone knew it would end up in Liefeld land. I, at that at that point in time, I was pretty poor, so I was drinking forties. So no. Oh, steel reserve. I forgot about that era. Steel reserve. Those were the worst. I still drink it from time to time when I really want to get drunk. <sighs> um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. Discussed. It. We discussed every single new fifty-two book that was coming out.
1: Yeah. Just um, by the catalog, though, so we had no idea if they're any good. It's yeah. Just we're just your...
0: drinking and looking through the previous catalog. It was like
1: you're reading tarot cards of the future. So, wait, what is he
0: asking? Is no, just, he's just talking about how talking about it. And
1: then he says, my only suggestion is this. Could you guys talk a little bit more about your favorite ongoing series? My favorite part about shopping at the College Park location, aha, Big Planet Comics connection, was a crazy selection of trades. It's still the best I've ever seen. Whenever I miss the beginning of a series by more than a few months, if I read it at all, it will almost definitely be in trade form. I've done this for a few things, like Why the Last Man, Sweet Tooth, the Sandman, Transmet, Morning Glories, Peter Faust 2, The Walking Dead, and plenty of others. Anyway, I really liked the episode where you guys talked about some of your favorite current series. It was the all-indie episode. I really love hearing more of the same. In order to keep it more buyer-friendly, maybe you could do a review on whole story arcs as trades come out, especially seeing a certain series like Revival and Fatale work a little better in trade format. Stay awesome, Pete Lauer. Thanks, Pete. I feel like we should do
0: that sometimes. But, that is uh, a
1: wise suggestion.
0: There's just always so many new books coming out that it's hard to like go back and read it. A yeah. Series that we read already.
1: So uh, I went back. We're trying to. I was just trying to get things organized because we do our best of the year, and since it's halfway through the year, I went back and organized all the ones we've done this year. We've reviewed <laughs> 153 comics, trades, mini comics. Wow, it's crazy. Six months. That was like skipping some weeks. Really? No so yes, we should do what you say if we have time. Um, but no, that's a good point because like we do like the first issues of stuff, and um... oh wait. There's something here from Pete Lauer. As a follow-up, you guys should at least do reviews for miniseries after they're finished, with a few glaring exceptions, i.e. The Wake and Comeback. I know I speak for others when I say that I tend to read miniseries as graphic novels. It would be awesome to hear your in-depth thoughts on stories like Happy and Punk Rock Jesus beyond the first issue. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks, Pete Lauer.
0: Thank you, time, Pete Lauer. The only time we actually do that is when they're really good. We do that end of the year podcast. Yes. and we usually have the best miniseries. We usually go through so the really good. If you want to
1: wait six months, we will in fact cover <laughs> Happy and Punk Rock Jesus in our best. No, of we year. did.
0: That was last year. I can't remember. Yeah, it's a blur. We definitely talked about Punk Rock Jesus. I think it was our best miniseries of the year. Indeed. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. Um, there's certainly stuff that comes out in trade, and we're like,
0: awesome! It's the new Hawkeye trade, and then just we don't mention hard. it. Yeah too hard to do because maybe we should have a segment every week where we just do one series Will we talk yeah. about kind of one big we did that for a while Will we talk about one storyline that we liked recently well
1: Spotline. that's what he just said is like you know uh, stuff that we're reading Instead yeah, we yeah, we'll of like ahead. that so let's do that right now uh, some of your favorite current series what, what are you reading these days let's go Kelly what do you got? I
2: am in love with the six gun that's my it's my jam I love it's it it's so good it's so sure. good
1: That one's, like, a real under-the-radar thing, too, like...
2: People, read it. Read it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, I don't know, what do you call it, like, horror western? It's western
2: horror. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. But I'm not, like, a big kind of, like, blood and guts Oh, right. I'm right. not a fan of that, and this, it's you know I'm totally cool. with it's This
0: is a little more like Hellboy, where it's a little more based on kind yeah, of like Earth pulpy. legends you and get legends and stuff,
2: myth and magic mixed in there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that and Six Gun Gorilla. So I like the two Six,
1: six, <laughs> six <laughs> Westerns. What, two six <laughs> six yeah.
0: Six Gun Gorilla is pretty great. Yeah, that one's awesome too. Um, I, read, I counted how many comics I read. Yeah. What do you monthly got? Monthly the other day, it was
1: right? Like 120. Or
0: something. Mm-hmm.
1: And of those 120, how many do you love? Like 100.
0: <sighs> There's at least. At least, like, 30. All right. So we'll try and do, like, yeah, I'm just, gonna, I'll just a name, web page post I'll or just something. Name the ones, <laughs> I'll just name the ones I can see in front of me that I really like. From the <laughs> end of the alphabet? Uh, Storm Dogs is great. Yep. Last uh, issue just came out. Did you read no, it No. Was it last? Oh, it was last because it was, like, to be continued yeah, in volume in two. Season two or oh, whatever. Like, yeah. That was awesome. I hope that actually happens. I don't know if it will because yeah. it didn't sell very well.
1: That's some good hard sci-fi stuff, though.
0: That's really good sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Walking Dead, obviously, is always yep. good. Um, I'm the only one that reads Whispers, and it, that's really good. I need to read that. But isn't it's, that just okay. one issue left? It's, it's, uh, it's one of the Leonard Brothers. Which but one, one is? issue's left. Yeah, there's one more issue. I will read that in trade. <laughs> Obviously, Jake Ellis. Yep. We talked about that. Uh, Uber, I still actually still read, and I actually still really I like it. it. I actually too. like it a lot more now than I did. I didn't like the Zero issue as much. Yeah. It's still kind of, you know, Zero issue Avatar-ish. didn't really have a plot. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's definitely insane levels of violence. But I think the story's a lot cooler now. Um... Another one. Oh God! I, guess I still read Thunderbolts. I don't know why. But <laughs> it's about it's about to get better. Charles yeah. should be writing it, so we'll talk about that. I think when that actually happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I read way too many things. Yeah, Profit is like Prophet's probably great. my favorite book. I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah, even more than a Saga or. Morning Glories,
1: which I like and There we go. Profit Volume 2 came out this week. So there you go. Yeah. Catch up on yeah. Prophet. Read Prophet. And Hawkeye, I guess. There's <laughs> there's too two. many. Yeah. yeah, Hawkeye Volume 2 Hawkeye came out. Hawkeye, FF yeah. is great. Yeah.
0: There's um, there's so many really good comics now, it's hard to even. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, uh, I'm in the same boat as, as Pete. I think where a lot of it, I just, I'm going to, like, I read the first few for the podcast and I'm like, I'll just read this and trade. Like, there are a few, though, that I always try and read. Like, Lazarus, I think will be on my go-to list. Right i uh, also just reading the shelves here. Uh, look oh, what out. Did you, read?
0: you read some stuff this week where you were like, I had to read this right away. Oh, yeah. What was it? <laughs> I can't remember. Was it Spider-Man? No, it wasn't Spider-Man.
1: Uh, the Wake.
0: That no, was last week. Nope. Yeah, all these things were last week. Jupiter's totally Legacy. Jupiter's last Legacy
1: week. last week.
0: No, anyway, there's like certain things that we, we definitely read right away.
1: Yeah, because... We do have this commitment to try and keep up with all the new stuff, but, yeah, we sneak in our favorites, yeah. so.
2: Young Avengers, I read right away.
1: There you go. See? That's another one. TV. Another one for you. Young uh, Avengers is great. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I also have this thing where I take stuff home to read with me, so I try to read the stuff that I know will sell out fast, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like, first. Because it's, like, so, the stuff we got the fewest of. Like, yeah, so then the, the stuff that's, sellers. like, really good that I really like, I, like, always have to read it later, which yeah, is kind, save of, it. kind of annoying, but... It's kind of awesome, because then at the end, I just read all these really good books. Because, like, stuff from this week that I have left is, like, Young Avengers, Hawkeye, like, all the really good books. it's like, true. Uh, it's pretty pretty exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, uh, thanks, question, uh, thanks for the question, Pete. That's all
1: the questions, Surprising questions.
0: Uh,
1: so, yeah. So, as I said before, uh, please send us questions. Oh, you can post them on Facebook, whatever you got. We're always happy to hear from you, and it's always fun for us to talk about. So, thanks, Pete and Andy, and let's go on to some reviews. Let's do it.
0: We love comics—they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lobdell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews.
1: All right, we've uh, have limited this to issues because we're trying to do last week as well as this week, and we still have ten new number ones to review. Well, oh boy. nine and a special, very special edition of Justice League. So, uh, first up, we have Avengers AI number 1, written by Sam Humphreys of uh, Internet fame for writing, what was a self-published comic? Uh, Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Which,
0: there's a hardcover coming out. With yeah, this.
1: it's super awesome. I've never uh,
0: read
1: it. <laughs> I only read the first one, but it's uh, time traveling crossed with Joy Division into uh, Mayan or Aztec times. It looks insane. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> drawn by... It cool. <laughs> looks great. Andre Lima Arahu Araujo. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Damn it, with all these unpronounceable names. Uh, who drew, was it Avengers 10 AI? No. He drew something yeah, he did, very... Did, yeah, okay.
0: He drew Age of Ultron 10 AI, There you go, Age of Ultron whatever 10 Whatever it's called, yeah. yeah.
1: whatever that one is. The the, the final Basically
0: penultimate the
1: epilogue the Avengers. to this thing. Age of Ultron, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this one is the beginning of a new series, which is also kind of a direct follow-on to Age of Ultron.
0: Yeah, because so. I guess after Age of Ultron, uh, Hank Pym's kind of scared that he's he's become too, uh, I don't know, he's going crazy. And so he's trying to kind of like let go and just be more loose and fun. And at the same time, he's trying to kind of stop AI from going haywire and kind of make it more, I don't know. He's trying to, it's hard to explain.
1: Because the whole thing with Ultron and the whole Age of Ultron is that his attempt at doing artificial intelligence went horribly wrong. Right. <laughs> right. And so now he's so, trying to fix yeah. that
0: by making making it less crazy. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> the
1: way he's doing that is putting together a team of himself. Uh, who's Monica Chang? She's a new character. All right, a new character, She's Monica awesome. Chang. I like her. Victor Mancha, who you may know from The Runaways, uh, The Vision, and The Doobot, who mm-hmm. is yeah. one of the fake replicas that Doctor Doom has running around, a robot that looks like
0: him. And they're all, yeah, they're all like... So robots. they're all
1: robotic dudes. And, uh, yeah.
0: Artificial intelligence. So for some reason this is a team, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, I actually I really like this issue. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I thought the Vision was a lot cooler than it normally was. Yeah. I like when he, uh, there's a part where he, i don't, never seen the Vision be so weird and robotic. Like, not robotic, like just weird and like alive. Like all these things come out of him and he like absorbs a mass, like a meteor and, I don't know, an asteroid I guess and turns into a different, different version of himself. Cause got, he has, he's
1: got nanites, which are all little Yeah, he shoots, like, versions nanite of versions of himself. of
0: himself out. I don't know. It's cool. I like those ideas. And I thought it was really fun. I thought Victor Mancha had a really funny kind of relationship with Hank Pym. It, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, because he's... Is he the clone of Ultron? The son of Ultron? He's, he's, well, him and Vision are both, like, Ultron's, like, kids. Wow, weird. Of course, it was brothers. made by right. Hank Pym. Wow, what a weird family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my favorite part was uh, the Doombot, who basically talks yes. like Doctor Doom, even though he realizes he's just a robot. So he's always doing like his crazy
0: villain monologues he is and stuff.
2: Participating against against his will, right? Yeah, but he he's
0: can't. Like, he has to. He's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, What does he say? Something like he just basically says stuff like, "I will crush you." while, yeah. he's, like, <laughs> while he's helping, while him. he's rescuing people. Okay. Yeah, Uh
1: it's awesome. I don't know. I thought it was pretty fun.
0: So what did you guys? What did you guys say? Pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Um, um, I think the problem is it's a lot of Ultronius going on right now, so this yeah. is a little but cool suffering, thing, but yeah.
0: I think the best that, thing about this, it doesn't have, like, that team building thing. It just kind of, like, jumps in. It's like, hey, here's all these characters. It's, right. it's not like that. Like, hey, let's go get this guy, and then go we'll get this no guy. No putting the team together. Which right. is kind of really yeah. common nowadays. But but yeah, yeah, there you
1: go. Pretty good. And I thought the art, like, he was, I think this was even better than the other one. It just, yeah, it's cool. He's, like, slightly cartoony style. What did we describe him as? Like cross of. Like I don't, he kind of looks like a little uh, bit of
0: like Olivier Copel, kind of like,
1: kind of like Katsuhiro Otomo from Akira in the faces a little bit, and I don't know. Yeah, that was good. That's good.
0: A little bit of Ryans thing.
1: There you go. Uh, so there you go. He's got a bunch of stuff. Pretty good. Avengers AI number one. <laughs> pretty good. All right. Uh, next up, we have Ballistic number one. This is uh, from one of the new the publishers on the scene, Black Mask.
0: This guy. Uh,
1: yeah, this one's Ooh. by written by Adam Egypt Mortimer. And drawn by the Transmet fellow, Derek who,
0: Robertson. I don't know who Adam Egypt Mor- Mortimer is, but, <laughs> but I, I that's like a good his name. name. Yeah. Apparently uh, they
2: co-created it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Them. yeah. him and Derek Robertson co-created it, and they kind of plotted it out together. And then uh, Adam Egypt Mortimer, I have to say his whole name every time. It's too good. Um, so yeah, the, He writes it, and then Derek Robertson draws it. Yeah. So, and uh, what is this about? Let's see. Give it a shot. I don't know if I can uh, do this. So it takes place in uh, maybe Earth on earth uh in some kind of future or demon controlled version of earth i'm not exactly sure or everyone i on guess it's futuristic or... there's flying cars but the cars have wings like demon um, wings
2: everything's organic like everything's a little bit alive yeah, yeah. it's like
0: organic technology i guess um because he the, well the main one of the main characters in this book is his gun who's like a talking gun um, talking organic he vomits looking bullets. gun yeah. right and fire <laughs> Uh yeah, so the what is the basic story of this? It's 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 this is one of the weirdest things I've ever read. It the closest yeah. thing I could describe is it reminds me of like a two thousand AD comic from like nineteen like ninety two or something. Yeah. Like, it's uh it's but at the same time I really liked it. I don't know why. Um I like Derek Robertson's art a lot in this. I think this is probably the best art he's ever done. Like by far,
1: it's a it's a good match for him. It's kind of like his transmet style, where he just has so much crazy stuff to do. But instead right. of it being like backgrounds, it's just like weird things in the present. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has like crazy backgrounds too, like some of the scenes of the city in particular, and a lot of drug trips and like it's like so much organic technological weirdness to draw. Oh, yeah, I forgot
0: that the gun does drugs and gets yep. gets really like sick and vomits.
1: <laughs> and like a lot, like the main dude's job is like kind of. He's, like, what is he, uh... He's
2: an HVAC repairman.
1: Yeah, he's HVAC, but right. it's all, like, you know, talking to the machinery that's, right. like, scared, so it's, like,
0: making the whole building cold, he or... He keeps
2: saying that everything is alive.
0: Right. Right. So they're dealing with all these kind of living technologies, and at the same time, he's involved with, like, this kind of mobster type guy, who is trying to kill him.
2: You get the sense that, like, everybody's a mobster, that, it, <laughs> right. that the, whole, the whole place is crime, basically. Yeah,
0: there's, everybody's criminal, everybody's doing drugs, uh, all the time. Um, there's even like a, like a weird glowing bunny that maybe wants to do some drugs or does do drugs. Yeah. Maybe it's,
2: it's the source of the drugs. It's not. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about this book. I think I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I mean, I had a gun that talks and does drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of makes up your alley. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll read it more. I, I, I think I, I need to read some more and kind of figure out what is going on, which is kind of a good thing. Um, Right, I thought it's funny enough and entertaining enough. It's not, like, the best thing. Um, the pacing is a little weird. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and like I said, it's conf- kind of confusing. Uh-huh. Very confusing. It's very hard to think. But, I oh, don't know, I thought it was entertaining. But
1: uh, <laughs> the last uh, few pages of this have, like, the script from the first thing, which I didn't actually read, but I'm flipping through it now, and it explains a lot more oh, of it. It's I should like, read that. Yeah. Butch's car is a genetically engineered vehicle based on the design specs of a 57 Cadillac. Yeah. Uses a thin abalone shell micro material, so it's like this weird, like techno, like research stuff that he's obviously done a lot well, f- to need make to read, the writing. I need to read and then, then, like, poor Derek Robertson has tried to create it into a visual format, so that might help a little bit. But, I will uh, say this is
0: definitely the best comic that Black Mask has put out.
1: It's true, <laughs> so far. So that's a good start. Uh, what do you think, Kelly?
0: Wasn't
2: my favorite, but. Yep. Um... <laughs> But it's I think that may, yeah, it was yeah. definitely not what I was expecting when I picked it up. Yeah. But I think part of that was stylistic. It's just kind of not my style. But, right.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Derek Robinson's definitely kind of uh, weird. You, you either like him or you don't. Like, it's, he's like Steve Dillon, or it's yeah. like, either you either really like Steve Dillon or you really hate Steve Dillon. Yeah. And Derek Robinson's kind of the same.
1: But yeah, I think this was a good book for him. But. Anyway, it was super weird. Uh, if you're looking for something different and I would say challenging, this is a good start. <laughs>
0: the Yeah. weird as hell. Yeah, I do. And a lot of curse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not a
2: kid's book.
1: <laughs> Definitely not. All right. Uh, then the next one is Catalyst Comics number one, written by Joe Casey. And this one is split into three chapters, or sorry, three parts, really. Uh, each one drawn by a different artist. So the first one is uh, drawn by Dan McDade, second by Paul Mayberry, and the last one by Ulysses Fairness. So who did the first? So it's we kind just want of an. It
0: no, we can just talk about the whole okay. thing. it's kind of an uh, anthology, um, but the cool thing is that all the stories are interconnected, which is pretty interesting. Yep. Uh, who liked this the most? Well, let's talk about it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, I will. All right, Jerry, say... talk about it. Come on, the cover is like very close to Tintin.
1: Because yeah.
2: I loved the cover. I, the cover well, 1010 is Raphael Grandpa, Raphael Grandpa who yeah. we
1: love. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dan McDade and Paul Mayberry are pretty good in this.
0: Oh, Paul Mayberry is great.
1: Hold on. But then you get to Ulysses, Fairness, and you're like, oh, my God, I wish he drew the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my problem with this. He's
0: like, his art is a lot, too. But yeah. But maybe his
1: art is so good. So the trick about this is uh, the format's going to rotate with every issue with these three characters. The first story uh, is Frank Wells. The second one is Amazing Grace. And the last one is Agent of Change. Agents of Change. And it's all set in a superhero universe that is going to be tied together with a main story as part one, and then part two and part three will be one of those other two characters, and it'll rotate issue to issue. Yeah. So it'll be like a longer story focusing on one of them, which I think is a pretty awesome
0: format for a shared plotline superhero story. I thought that's kind of the coolest thing about this is that all these stories are very different, but they all take place in the same world, and they're all kind of building up to something interconnected that'll be pretty cool, I think.
2: I think if I knew that going in to reading right. this, I would have enjoyed it more. Because I had absolutely no idea what was going it's on. It's really the crazy, yeah. Of
0: this book, yeah. 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 That's the that's the weird thing about it. It kind of drops you in right in the middle, um, and there's like the world is ending. And right, you arrive on the stuff day stuff. of the apocalypse.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so then you get to the end, you're like, I'm going to talk about it. You're like, Oh, now this helps. But I, so. I
0: definitely enjoyed the last story the most because it's the most um, kind it's of straightforward. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's an easy one weird. to to figure out, and it's. Um, it's funny and just—I don't know. It's—it's the—it's the better of the three.
1: Um, yeah, it's two like awesome sort of renegade superhero dudes while ones at a tattoo parlor.
0: And the middle one is 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 pretty good, but it's definitely a little too wordy. That one has like so many. And It's super like me- <laughs> so many mega, mega s- and sci-fi. Yes. too much text. Um, yeah, and it, it gets a, a little.
1: It, it's cosmic. It literally says cosmic in like the oh, third right. sentence. So yeah. Uh yeah. And then the first one was just more straight up like kind of. Like, I wouldn't say Superman, but, you know, like that kind of, like, big tough guy trying to battle against a right. super, super powerful monster thing. And it, the whole point of it is he he kind of goes out to face it, and the, this giant monster is destroying the city. And uh, he's able to defeat it, and nobody realizes, no, that he did it. So there's a lot of, like, what just happened? This monster disappeared. So it's kind of like a hero who, you know, did this big task. Right.
0: And, well, the cool thing is they have dates in the beginning of each story, so you can kind of see where they fit together. Right. Um, but these all will take place on the same day. So I don't know right. yep. I don't know what I'm
1: talking about Well that's the thing It's like I guess uh, so maybe later we'll take place. This is the first one This is what went down So it's the guy fighting This giant monster right. The second one is This is what really went down Which is this weird Cosmic outer space right. Sort of thing And then the third one With the dudes in the tattoo parlor Is this is what went down And nobody cared yet Which right. I think is awesome It's like the perfect balance Of like right. You know Behind the scenes Cosmic danger And then like In the obvious Like superheroes punching stuff And then just like Some guys hanging out Um, Overall,
0: I didn't love this. Um, I really liked the last story a lot. Me too. Um, And I I mostly liked the other ones, um, but I didn't love them. But I I will give it at least one more issue to kind of see how they all click together, which would be pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: I think that's the best thing you can say about this is, like, this is worth looking at for a second issue. I don't know if it's going to succeed. It's definitely not yeah. great. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I like that he's trying something different, too.
0: Yeah, I, that, that's the best thing about it, is that it's a, it's a new kind of thing, where yeah. it's three very distinct storylines kind of, you in know, interweaving.
1: Yep, so there's Catalyst Comics. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Okay. Uh, next, we have Ghosted, number one. There's a lot of uh, Ed comics this week, at least uh, one or two others. <laughs> so Ghosted, number one, is written by Joshua Williamson and drawn by Goran Suzuka.
0: Josh Williamson? Is that the guy from Dawson's Creek? I mean, that's Josh Jackson. Oh. Josh, Josh Jackson, right?
1: I don't know. No. You're the Dawson's Creek fan Who's here. the guy
0: from Dawson's, Dawson's it's,
2: Creek.
0: It's, Josh, it's Joshua Jackson. I don't know why we're talking about him. I don't know. It's a big I playing just, comics podcast. <laughs> <it's> oh, <how> Dawson's, <laughs> Dawson's Creek fan. Are you? No. Oh. I, I knew a friend that worked on Really? That's about it. Do you like
2: French?
0: Um, I kind of watched <laughs> some of the first season and then I kind of stopped. But it's, it's all right. Uh, but he definitely told me a funny story about James Vander being bit. <laughs> okay, he wouldn't come out of his trailer one day because it was raining, and he's like, "I'm not coming out. I'm not filming today." <laughs> it was like sprinkling. <laughs> wow. Like, he said he was like a little stuck up. That's a lot of work to get the hair looking that like, good. Yeah. You want to mess it up? Yeah. Well, speaking of Dawson's Creek, Ghosted Number One. <laughs> yep. Is about what? What is it about, Jared? Uh, a really
1: up? creepy ghosty creek named Dawson.
0: No. Did you like this one, Kelly?
2: I loved it. All right, I take it, away. Tell it. us about it. Um, uh, it was it's basically like Supernatural Oceans Eleven. This guy right. is getting a team together to steal a ghost. And the whole first section of is you see you see the main guy, your your Danny Ocean, you see him in prison basically. Right. And then getting broken out. Like <laughs> like page Reached one out
0: like crazy. Page yeah.
2: one prison rape. So right there. Really, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It starts off pretty pretty hard. It starts rolling pretty fast. Yeah. It's, yeah.
2: But it's I really really enjoyed it
0: yeah dude. it's really good it's got great art mm-hmm. um, Gordon was it Gordon's so so good, yeah, yeah
2: he did some of the work on Why
0: the Last Man right yeah and, and it, like some Punisher Punisher either. Max I think yeah. and he did the Barracuda oh he so, did yeah. right oh
1: he's so good His art's so much better in this oh really?
0: so much more I don't know
1: maybe less rushed just some more time to yeah draw, it's not it as sketchy stuff.
0: it's like yeah. it's just really well done um, it looks a little more like ooh, I don't know, a little bit of Sean Phillips maybe
1: yeah, well, this is so much... for as ridiculous a concept as we just said, it's so much more grounded than some of the other stuff he's drawn. It's right. not yeah. as over-the-top, even though this has some crazy <laughs> stuff happening in <laughs> well, it. Well, I
0: think it will get more over-the-top. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, well, so... I don't know if over-the-top is
1: the word. Right. Anyway, so they put this team together, which we've got, like... And sort of a ghostbuster to catch the ghost. <laughs> We've got a psychic to find the ghost. What are the other ones we have got? There's like five or six well, people. The ghostbuster is
0: right? like one of those like reality show guys, right? Like the ghost, like the ghost guys, chasers. Yeah, they're
1: like two brothers or ah.
0: Right, and if they're
2: bringing their whole camera crew. Yeah, so, that. so
1: that's the best part, do, is They're actually going to film this. So like, of course we'll help you, but we're filming it for our TV show.
2: Get a washed-up old magician, right? right? Um, who is good at finding occult artifacts, right? right. And, oh, and you've got your
0: warrior girl, yeah. The guns. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she's the, uh like, bodyguard, I guess,
1: of the, sure. uh, the eccentric of rich kind of breaks guy. them out of prison.
2: Right. Yeah, she's so they're like hired by...
1: super bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so they're yeah. hired by this, you know, old dude who's just, like... Uh, oh, so this is, like, the most evil haunted house ever where all these rich people did commit murder. Yeah, where, like, hundreds people. of people
0: have died in the past or something. Yeah,
1: like and it's going to be torn down for, like, to build a mini-mark or something. So they're like, I want you to go and find a ghost before they ruin my creepy haunted house yep. which is so this it's like this kind of this level of ridiculousness and yet yeah. like really like you said like really rough bad things but mm-hmm. it's got this
0: good yeah. sense of humor about it it's a supernatural heist it's pretty sweet yeah right exactly definitely something I haven't seen and um I, it feels more like a crime book than anything else right yes. uh, it doesn't really feel exactly like a horror comic although it kind of Deals starts that. feeling yeah. like it I guess at the end but I'm not sure I'm not sure how horror it will get but I don't know It's good. it's really good yeah Really good. Definitely the best, uh, probably the best new series of the week, I think. I agree. Well, especially, of, well, well, there's nope, one, nope. one thing I like better than this. That That's from was from last, last week. week. Yeah. So, best for this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Check it out. It's awesome. Right. Um,
1: so, best of the week. Uh, next up, we've got <laughs> Justice League number 22, which is Trinity War Part 1, which is why we're reviewing number 22. Finally. So, this is written Sorry. by uh, Jeff Johns and drawn by Ivan Race.
0: The weird thing about this is that this is, like, a thing that's that been building up since, like, Flashpoint and, like, since the New 52 started, and um, they talk about it, like, all the time. And it's, like, um, I don't think I care anymore <laughs> at this point. Uh, it's been, like, so long, long. I was, like, whatever. And, and they've done so many things that made me not interested. Like, they're, like, here's Trinity of Sin, Pandora. Ugh, Trinity of Sin, like, Oh God, this is awful. It's too long. Like, and just League of America is okay, and I'm like, all these things lead up to this, and I was like, eh. <laughs> but uh, I will say that this issue was pretty sweet. I enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of weird. It actually ties in, like, so many different things that have happened throughout the new 52, but not in a way where it feels kind of forced. Um,
2: there are a lot of things happening. In yeah, there's yeah. definitely a lot
0: happening. And a lot of characters. A lot of
2: people. A lot of things.
0: Like the uh, Shazam stuff. Um, is a big part of it that happened in the backups, which I actually really liked more than the actual Justice League stuff. Um, And Justice League of America finally, you know, is is set to do what they're supposed to be doing, just take down the regular Justice League. And Justice League Dark isn't in this too much, except Zatanna shows up and Madame Zambu just kind of narrates the whole thing. Um, But yeah, for a big event thing, it's definitely got some huge things that happen. Um, It feels pretty big and something a few really crazy things happen at the end and there's some some really neat mysteries hinted at there's a a kind of like typical DC thing that they've done like in the last like 10 years or so like they'll always have a comic that'll have a big board with like stuff written on it that'll be referenced to later like they had that I forget what series it was in but they had Booster Gold like go into uh, what's the Time Master's name Whatever. They went to his like lab and he had a board with written all the stuff from oh, yeah. time periods and like stuff that was gonna happen in the DC universe. Um which is always kinda cool and fun. A lot of Easter eggs there. Um yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty good. It's not great. Yeah. Uh
1: but yeah, so basically, uh Madam Zandu is reading someone's fortune and finds out that like there's gonna be a huge fight, crazy violent stuff, and she's like, What's going on? So like said she narrates the whole thing, which is basically that uh Billy Batson, was the kid version of Shazam, uh, has killed Black Adam, or Black Adam died. Yeah, Black so Adam died. Didn't even know that. He didn't kill him. There you go. Black Adam died, and he's like, "Well, sorry. clearly I gotta take his ashes and bury him in Kandak, which is the fake Middle Eastern country that he has, right. uh, where he's from. And so he goes to do that as Shazam, and then the Justice League's like, whoa, Shazam's going to this country that doesn't like superheroes, even though we just went there, let's go stop him.
0: Yeah, they banned, like, because Superman and Wonder yeah. Woman went into it recently in Justice League, and they were like, never come back, no superheroes allowed. So, yeah. And so the, this is the part that's, like, kind of stupid. Yeah. So Justice League is like, oh, we're going to go there and stop him. From, right from being there, because right. they don't want superheroes there. So we're going to take a whole team of yes. superheroes there. <laughs> and then the Justice League of America is like, no, guys, you can't go in there. They don't want any superheroes in there. <laughs> Let's so go in all, and stop. So Let's... all of us are also going to come there yeah. to try to stop you Throwing guys. Growing
2: superheroes after superheroes.
0: And literally, it's not like, oh,
1: uh, Shazam, could you leave? They don't like superheroes here. It's, there's Shazam. Let's attack him. <laughs> so there's,
2: there's no No dialogue. diplomacy at all. Yeah.
0: yeah, Superman just, like, shows up, and he's like, Breaks the jar with like Black Adam's ashes and just like oh I guess the military does that they no, shoot a, first he just tackles and then he just punches Shazam, him yeah. like yeah. through a building uh, and then the after desert. like a fight
1: one woman's like what are you doing here <laughs> they're like uh, getting attacked by you apparently Uh so then anyway uh, so there's yeah so, so, so Doctor Light like, shows
0: up yeah um, it's crazy a weird Doctor Light that's because uh, he's been a villain and a hero in the past I guess uh, well not there's been two different Doctor Lights right. Um, he's weirdly
2: like the moral center of this yeah, comic. It's weird. Yeah, it's
0: weird. Because they introduce him just in this story. Like, he's he kind of got created in the last issue of something, I don't know, Justice League of America, I don't even remember. Um, but this all ties in with the Justice League of America stuff with, like, the secret society, and it ties in with, like, the question. Yeah. yeah, the question's pretty cool in this. Um, and
1: basically, like, all the dark characters, the Justice League dark characters, are in here as, like, behind the scenes kind of manipulating or you know, stuff happening like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, and Pandora's here, and she's right. kind of the one that showed up in every issue of, like, the first New 52 stuff. Um, she's actually not a really big part of this. <laughs> right. Like, she, like, shows up in the beginning, and she's like, Superman, help me do this. And he's what? like, no, I
1: can't. It doesn't go so good. And right. then
0: she's like, I'll get somebody else to do it. And yeah. then she doesn't really show up yet again. <laughs> not yet. But, yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, she's kind of the catalyst for some of this stuff.
1: But yeah, so, so this is going to be a six-part series uh, between Justice League, Justice League America, and Justice League Dark, each one's, you know, part one, two, three, and then repeating.
0: I feel this is a bit, like, they've um, been building this up for so long, and they slightly diminished it by being, like, um, first of all, it's just in the Justice League books, and correct. it's, like, all in two months. It's, like, all over. And then, <laughs> to, like, make it even worse, they added, like, they were like, okay, this after Trinity War is our big event. <laughs> they're like, so this isn't, like, their big right. thing. So they, like, have, like, a big event with, like, tie-in issues and stuff that's, like,
1: that yeah. med-
0: led- like, comes out of this. which so is like, like, the big Justice League So this League isn't event. your big thing that you've, you've been building yeah. up, I guess. They just or got so many big. big things. Yeah. But it's, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's entertaining. The art's cool. Um, if you like Justice League, you'll like it a lot. There you go. Um, yeah. Furby it's just, it's all right. I'll, I'll read it all just because I read everything. All right. All right. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, there you go,
1: Trinity Part 1. Uh, next up, new one this week, Quantum and Woody, number one, which is another uh, relaunch by Valiant. Uh, this one is written by James Asmus and drawn by Tom Fowler. So this one is really funny and really weird. Uh, quantum Woody, like I said, this Did is a, a 90s old, Valiant series. I never old. read the original. Did you? No. All right, so again... Yeah, we are not the old Valiant crew, uh, but this one is. Uh, they are brothers.
0: Um,
1: wow, I can't remember which one. One's, one's which. black,
0: one's white. One's, one's adopted. One's adopted. Yeah. White
2: is adopted.
0: The white guy's adopted. Yeah. And their father is murdered by some kind of uh, supervillain, maybe some, some kind of villain.
2: Shadowy figure. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and so they're, they're they've been estranged, um, and so they come back together for his funeral.
2: One's a con man. One's a. I guess, training to be the a military soldier. Right. Yeah,
0: so. And then they find out that their dad was into some crazy stuff and uh, I guess eventually they become superheroes because that, that's kind of how it starts. Yeah, the opening movie. scene is them in costumes falling <laughs> out of a building. Right. Um, I like the dynamic between them a lot. Yeah. It's really funny. It's Most of the issue is just them, like, kind of arguing about everything. Um, they uh, are, like, the perfect, like, contrast to each other. Like, I mean, they have a fight over their dad's casket. Yeah. Knock the casket into, like, the grave. It's like, so, uh kind of they, like a they really They somebody
2: topic. else's casket over. Oh, is it right. else? Yeah, they get arrested for Whatever
1: they roll down. The oh, that's right. The a, that's right. They're
0: at a different funeral. That's yeah. really
1: funny. So yeah, that's the thing. It's like, the two of them are like such perfect contrast, even though they're brothers that like, you know, one's just such a slacker, goofball, weird sense of humor, and the other one's trying to be so serious and take care of things. And so just
0: like, I think the part that they sums go up, against each other so well. I think the part that sums up their relationship the best is, uh and their personality is the best, is like... There's a part where they they both think that they're like about to die, right. you know. Like, there's one suit that will protect one of us, and the 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 good brother is like the military one is like, "You take it, man. You need, like I, you, yeah. you deserve you to live. live. Like yeah. you should live. I'll die. I'll die." And then he's like, "Thanks," and he runs away with the suit. Yeah, it's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, that guy's like, "Thanks." He's and like, "What like, the hell, man?" Yeah, And that's like the funny part. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is is definitely like that. Yeah, he literally says, "You don't have to tell me twice." He starts <laughs> jumping into the suit, and the art is great. It's Tom Fowler who did um that mysterious um, Oh, game really? Game. Yeah. And he did um, one of the uh, the Hulk uh, season one. Remember that? Oh, and that was with- really, really great. Yeah, yeah and art in this is really good. Um, I don't even know. It, it's kind of like who that you describe this like? A little bit of like No idea. Slight pulp influence. Yeah, a little
1: bit. On the faces, maybe. Um,
0: but more but Yeah, like I don't know. That it's was good. really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's like kind of cartoony, but not too cartoony. Yeah, it's a little fluid. A little like, me maybe.
1: But it just,
0: like, just uh, like...
2: Maybe the most entertaining origin story. Yeah, really
1: yeah. funny, really clever. Like, this is
0: the best of the Valiant books so far, by, like, by far.
1: Yeah, like them falling out of the, the window in the first scene. The, there's like a giant pounce that says, May the road rice or beat you. Which is, you know, as they're falling to their deaths. So there's like little jokes and stuff like that. It's just like a perfect sense of humor about it and clever. So great. Check it out.
0: Yes. Really, really good. Check it out.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh, this is another there one. Are so many books. Yeah. These, like I said, are all just the new series. Uh,
0: the next four books I'll start with an S, by the way.
1: Yeah. S is the most uh, <laughs> common letter to start comic books with. It definitely is. Um, so this one's from last week. This is Satellite Sam number one, another image book by the aforementioned Matt Fraction. This one is drawn by Howard Chakin, Who wants to do this one? I can take it. Anyway, do it. Do it.
2: Um, basically, um, I I like this. Uh, it it takes place. I mean, the bulk of it is in sort of the control room of a mid-century television studio. Right. And I was a big fan of the British show The Hour, which takes place in a right. mid-century. Right. So Like that. Yeah. That that re- really. Even though the, I think the two things have nothing to do with each other. No, but, but it's like also automatically got, like automatically, yeah,
0: Like that kind of thing. That also maybe some of that like Adam sort, uh, no,
2: Sor- yeah, Aaron, Aaron, Turkin. Aaron. style yeah.
0: like back behind the scenes kind of dialogue. Right. Everything's so.
2: going well in front of the cameras, and everything is going to shit. It's going right. right. To be in the background. But also yeah, and, that
0: dialogue
1: where just people are all constantly talking over each yes. other. It's all happening at once. It's and very, you've got like, realistic.
2: Yeah, you've got you know all the stuff happening, and then you have like these three sort of men who are clearly in positions of power, and they're there to observe, and they're watching Right, they're looking like work heads or yeah. like that. Disintegrate. And so it's, it's, the television show is, is uh, Satellite Sam, and uh, it's about this, I guess, space explorer. It's and a
0: kind of one of those old-school serial type right. shows. It's like a terrible Flash Gordon it's ripoff. Like what will yes. happen to Satellite Sam next? Yeah. yeah.
2: And so they're, they're doing the show, and the actor, the main actor, is missing. And so they keep saying, you know, well, he's going to show up, he's going to show up, and uh, eventually they send someone out to find him, and his son, the actor's son, is, is in the control room as well. He's just kind of minding his own business. And so the, uh, you're, you're watching them as they sort of try to stall for time and try right. to, to find out what's...
0: Try to, to like, yeah, because this is filming live, so the, yeah, yeah, the, like, the writer like, is like rewriting it as they're like filming right, it. Right, exactly. So it's fun. Uh, I definitely liked it a
1: lot. Yeah, so it was a good twist to how they try to fix the problem, which kind of makes it a worse problem.
0: Right. And I'm not a huge Howard Chaikin fan, art-wise, but this is definitely the best art I've seen from him recently.
2: I mean, it's Um, definitely... I feel like the art is going to make or break it for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like the art, then you're just not going to...
1: Like, Chaikin's old stuff in American Flag, you know, which was 20 or 30 years ago at this point, like, I feel like a lot of Chaikin's His faces are just getting a little too sloppy, uh, and so I really don't like his current stuff, but a funny I guy. feel like this is the best he's done in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is kind of his go-to that he loves that like 50s, 60s style, like noirish.
0: I would say thing, his backgrounds so. are really good yeah. always, like no matter what, I, does he, do, he does his own backgrounds, right? Yeah, I think so. Because they're incredible. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look, look at this panel. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Just like the giant Just walking great. down the street with all these brownstones and like the hallways and... Um, Oh, and then at the very end of this, there's another crazy twist, sort of implying not crazy twist, but like that there's more to the story than people know. Oh yeah, it's gonna get sexy. So there's yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's gonna get sexy and violent. Yeah, which is again what Howard Chicken's good at. Well, actually, the the preview for the next issue says sex, death, live television. There you go. There you go. Um, So yeah, what do you think? Like,
0: it's good. I really liked it. Yeah. I really
1: liked it. And literally, the, the front cover is a woman in lingerie who has just shot a spaceman through his bubble helmet, <laughs> so there's blood
0: everywhere. This is, like, one of those things, things where, I, when, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, Matt Fraction. I was like, oh, Howard Jagen. Yeah, me too. And then I was like, oh, it's just, like, a sci-fi thing. And then when I read it, I was like, wait, well, this is not at all anything yeah, I thought, thought it was. Yeah. But it's great. I mean, uh, it, I don't know if, if it's just the writing, but right, it so ended good. up being really good, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. I it was really well done. Yeah, um, and there's a cool, really cool mystery setup. I don't know. It's good. Definitely. Cool. So there you go. Uh
1: So yeah, we had a lot of good ones this week. Uh, next up, we've got Sheltered Number One. This is written by Ed Brisson. Uh, Brisson, how you say it? And drawn <laughs> by Johnny Christmas. <laughs> is that his name? That's I didn't what even see What it says. Yeah, it might be J Christmas in the credits in the part. Johnny Christmas. There you go. Uh, yeah, so this is another of the new Image books this week. Um, this one is, in a lot of ways, a setup issue where a lot happens and you get to the end of it and you realize that's kind of like issue two is
0: where a lot's going to happen. Um, basically the gist of it is that the world is about to end and these survivalists... Like, people know it's about to end. These survivalists have kind of their own, um... Off-the-grid camp. I don't know if the world
2: is actually about to end, but the place where the the book is set, the people definitely think so. Right. Right,
0: right, they think, yeah, yeah. They yeah, what's the, the subtitle is on end. it? Like an apocalyptic tale? It tale. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you go. That might have influenced my thinking right. that it actually is before an actual apocalypse, which might actually be happening. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, it's definitely not clear, because they're like those crazy like militia guys that are, have a compound in the woods, so yeah, it's like you, you never know. Yeah, with like and weapons. They could be right, but they could definitely just be crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's hard to talk about this without saying everything that happens, because not a lot happens. That's what um, I meant. Like you just get you get you get a little sense of of them kind of freaking out about stuff and collecting supplies. And getting ready for whatever's about to happen. They're really paranoid about the government coming and pe- other people coming in to take their supplies.
1: But also, like, they're trying to do this off the grid so they nothing's right. registered and they don't have a lot of good supply. Like, a lot of it's, like, on a very shoestring budget. Yeah, so it's them kind so. of arguing
0: about their day-to-day stuff. Right. And then something really crazy happens at the end that kind of defines, I guess, what the series right. right. So
1: this is, like, a lot of... Not a lot, but several issues recently have been... Number ones have been twice as long. I feel like this one is, like you need Issues 1 and 2 to see what's going to happen, and, like, yeah. this really would have helped a lot if you knew more. Like, it's a cool ending. Like, I want to read what happens in Issue 2, but, uh... I guess it's okay, really that's messed, good. It's a really yeah. messed up ending. I thought it
0: was a great ending. I, I mm-hmm. really want to read it. But, I definitely yeah. did not see it coming. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, so. I mean, they set up that the, I guess... I don't know if she's going to be the main character. Or at least one of the main characters is. is she's new to the compound. Right, so right,
0: you're kind right. of seeing
2: that
1: through her eyes. Yeah, like the, the daughter of one of the guys who they've just moved to this place. Right. And there's a little bit of a like, uh,
0: kind of convenient plot thing where she's like, or right about all the crazy stuff is about to happen, she's like, I'm going to go into the woods right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't want to be here. I'm going to go into the woods and walk away from the compound. And that's what went on the crazy stuff. It's convenient. Right. Good time to do it. So it's, like, it's I didn't love it, but sorry um the art's pretty good but not great um i don't know it's just okay
1: yeah but i feel this (laughs) is like another very different image book you know like image has been doing this huge variety of stuff i feel like this is one if you're looking for something different this is a good one it's not as like blow you out of the seat as ghosted but i thought it was good i
0: think the biggest problem with it is like the dialogue's just okay and then not a lot happens in this issue i think that's just the problem i had yeah maybe this will be like something that'll read better in a trade
1: yeah true and again, you know, we'll try and read issue two, and we'll check back in if it's really cool. See. But I, I thought it was very interesting. I liked it. So it's a'ight. all right. All uh, right. Next, we've got Skin Trade number one. No, no, no. Sorry,
0: George R. R. Martin's Skin Trade. If you don't know who George R. R. Martin is,
1: uh, he's where the, have you been? The lead uh, story writer on Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so this is based on a story of his, uh, like a prose story, and it was adapted for comics or sequential adaptation, as they call it on here by Daniel Abraham, and drawn by Mike Wolfer, because this is an avatar and price. Mike book. Mike Wolfer's
0: the guy who did uh, Gravelware. Yep. I really like Gravel.
1: Gravel's great. Uh, so, uh, with that, we all had some preconceptions going into so, this. yeah,
0: uh, initially I was like, alright, Avatar boat is gonna be, like, just gore and out the wazoo. Nudity. Just, like, boobs everywhere. <laughs> yep. Um, just boobs and gore at the same time, probably. Like, Usually. people having sex with dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, the worst, like, grossest thing you could imagine probably would happen. Um, but none of that actually happens in this. I was surprised that, that nobody... There's, like, one scene... It's
2: like a hint of cleavage.
0: Yep. Yeah, and there's one Edgy. scene of some some childhood uh, animal torture. But, yeah. But, but that's the only thing. It's, like, two panels, and there's, that's it. Um, which is surprising for an Avatar book, but... I guess probably because it's George R. R. Martin, they were like, we can't really make them add more gore to this, even though I think most of his stuff's pretty gory and it yeah. definitely has a lot of nudity in it. That's true. Uh,
2: They've definitely hinted, at, I mean, they hinted at a lot of it, so you get the sense that I, there's potential
0: there for could
1: it. Yeah, I think it's going to ramp up. Yeah. So
0: what is this about, Jared?
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, so the front cover definitely has several wolves on it. It has a wolf and, and
0: a woman and some kind of demon?
1: Yep. And then there's a wolf running around in the beginning from his point of view. And then you're like, oh, this is werewolves. So, I think it's werewolves? Yeah, so they don't show werewolves, but there's the hint that someone is a werewolf. Uh, That a
2: lot of people are werewolves.
1: Yeah, so I don't know.
0: Do you want to handle the plot on this one? No. All right, so Um, basically, (laughs) there's this old man who may or may not be a werewolf. (laughs) um, And uh, this woman comes to him about. What is, I don't even remember. I read this like
2: somebody oh date. somebody dies. Somebody gets killed. Some girl who can't walk.
0: Oh yes, like this uh this friend of of this werewolf guy right has been murdered um and he su- suspects foul... Well, well, I guess it's a murder. So. <laughs> he doesn't foul play. He's like I'm pretty well, he sure sus- he suspects fouler play than yeah. everybody else. He
2: suspects um, a specific involvement.
0: Right. He's like cuz the the whole town is basically a um Based around this uh, factory, right? Oh God, sure. I don't even remember. I can't remember what this. We're doing was rough about. on this one. Sorry, folks. I can't remember what it was about, yeah. but it was. I, I remember kind of liking it.
1: Yeah, I do too. There's a lot of setup for this. There's like a lot of flashbacks and a lot of characters introduced. Uh,
2: yeah, you're getting kind of exposition about multiple people, which can yeah, that you
1: meet like the rich people, guy yeah. whose you know family kind of ran this company town and has like the twisted son who's supposedly reformed even though he used to be crazy and. Right
2: likes to stand and, ominously
1: in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, then the guy who's sort of going into detective
0: mode, and then you've got the cops, and you're investigating the murder, and well, the, people are and covering stuff the woman on the cover up.
2: is a P.I., I think. Or yep. something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, he's a P.I., and he wants to find out why, how his friend died um, and why. Um, and so he, that leads him to this guy, and uh, that's it. That's about it. <laughs> yep so i don't know there's i don't, I don't even know i can't it's, ooh, it's again this it, i'm sure will be a lot how, better it's crazy how little of this i actually remember yeah, yeah. there's a lot Which going probably on probably says something about it but, but
1: yeah i think it's just too much yeah. you know i think in a, a trade this would be better but as an issue
0: well it, yeah because it's like a short story you know? right so it's not really paced for like a comic so right it kind of ends abruptly mm-hmm. um, yeah. there's not like i mean there's kind of a cliffhanger but it's kind of like they were just like all right this like and let's stop here yeah yeah that's alright. <laughs> yeah, so it's not terrible. I liked it. I was surprised by the fact that it wasn't as as, as um, awful as Avatars as, the, yeah. as they usually are.
1: But there's certainly hints it could get worse. But... A- Avatar. Avatars. Is that what
0: they call it in the in the movie? Right, the Avatar movie. Uh, the Avatar. Long. Oh, okay. Oh, that one. I haven't seen it. <laughs> and so, so what do they call it in the movie? I've never uh, seen it's, the movie. Oh God, I refuse. It's to. So terrible. I want to, but you said you watch Avatar, like I the made cartoon. It
2: ten minutes. Oh, the cartoon, yes. The cartoon's yeah.
0: great. Yes. Did you 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 watch the movie though? Like ten minutes. Tra- yeah, I made
2: I made it in ten minutes and I turned it off. And I fast-forwarded
0: it. through most of it. I tried to just... do it with
2: the rift tracks, and then I, my house lost power. for that oh, day. I would
0: definitely that watch a a it with riff tracks. But it
2: was it was funny what I saw of it. It's yeah. so
0: terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. And all the kids are white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even though they're not. Right. The so so
2: it. many things about it are terrible.
0: Yeah. All right. Speaking of. Not terrible. The most opposite of terrible.
1: (laughs) So this came out last week, and I'm already going to call it as best comic of last week. Uh, This is The Superior Foes of Spider-Man, which right there threw me off because I didn't think it would be the best. Uh, Number one, written by Nick Spencer, first clue of awesomeness, and drawn by Steve Lieber, second clue of awesomeness. Uh, This, Nick, I believe you've called this As Good as Hawkeye?
0: I think it's as good as Hawkeye. But Very it, Hawkeye s. Yes. It's, it's definitely got that tone of Hawkeye. I will um, say, almost as good as Hawkeye. Very Hawkeye style. Right. Yeah. Um. It, like, I, yeah. It doesn't have that that uniqueness. Right. With the art as uh, Hawkeye does, um, but it's it's, uh, it's great art, and the story is really funny. Um, basically, this is the beginning of a heist type thing with uh, all of. The re- like the the worst Spider-Man foes, the bumbling fools <laughs> the like who boomerang, get beat
1: up by Spider-Man.
0: Boomerang, um, Shocker, Shocker, Overdrive,
1: Speed Demon, oh, and Beetle. And Most beetle. of these you don't even know. And a a new like, beetle, yeah. a,
0: female, a new female Beetle that hasn't been around. Yeah, it's um, uh, but there's, they have they all have very distinct personalities in this. They're all kind of jerks and they all, none of them really like each other. Well,
2: they're trying to, it's supposed to be a Sinister Six and there's only five of them, which he, just tells you. Right. <laughs> he, does,
1: he does point that out. He's like, yes, yes I know there's only five
0: of them. I, mean, I thought that was the coolest thing about this is that he's he's clearly talking to somebody who's probably like the sixth member, oh. maybe. Because you never see who he's actually talking to unless he's actually just.
1: He could just, just be just doing the internal it. monologue right. about how terrible things are going. But, he,
0: but he says like where the Sinister Six. Or he's a, but there's only five of us, but I'll get to that later or something like that. Ah. Anyway,
1: it starts with Boomerang, who's the narrator, uh, in prison. Uh, and basically, a big part of the plot is that he has a dog at home and he needs someone, possibly one of his gang members, to go feed his dog. Right. Which kind of puts it on the scale of the Hawkeye of just dealing with the regular life outside of being in the costume. Um, but these guys are like so much bigger morons They're, they're such jerks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they go in a pet store to get the food, and they get in a fight with a little girl who, who calls them lame.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> of course they can't just buy the food, they have to steal it.
1: Yep. Right. <laughs> and then to prove the point, they steal the girl's little dog. <laughs> which That's is like the level the of... The best part <laughs> the of the Hilariousness. Girl. Yeah. Especially because then, like, they're after that, like, one of the supervillains in costume is carrying a little puppy while the other guy's carrying a
0: big bag of dog food. It's, it's that level of, like... Shocker is the funniest in this. amazingness. Yeah. Like, speed, speed Demon is, like, crazy and out of control. But, like, Shocker is, like, oh, God. Like, he's, like, my life sucks. Like, he's, like, always, like, down on everything. He's kind of, like, you I mean, have to do this. He's, like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, he's, like, that guy. Yeah. It's just really funny. He's, like, he's like walking up the stairs with a uh, dog. Food. He's, like, all right. Is it bird? It's bird feet. Yeah, oh, he's it's got a bird. bird. Yeah. yeah, he's got a bird, not a dog. He's, Sorry. like, Even stupid better. costume. Too much padding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's really
1: funny. Yeah, there's there's little we can say about this, except it's awesome.
0: And uh, there's a scene of Hammerhead taking a dump, which is, is great. I don't even know. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And also, I've never seen a Spider-Man villain um, do lines of coke before. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I've it's never true. seen that. In well, a...
2: it's not while well, he's a villain. It's it's his little backstory. Right, right, right. It's his
0: little backstory. But I've never seen that actually happen in a in a Marvel comic, especially not in a long time.
1: Yeah. But, man, he it's... Like uh Boomerang's, like, monologue voice is so good. It's it such is. a good, like, you know, narration to all this. It just plays off really well, especially about, like, all the stupid things happening and how idiotic people are. Right. It does have some good character bits. There's, like, several uh, word balloons where it's just, like, a symbol of what people are saying or thinking very much like Hawkeye's been doing. And there's a know, bunch just, of like, really
0: cool twists that happen. Yeah. In this a, that, lot of, that end, a lot. At the end, a
1: lot of the plot starts ramping up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, highest recommendations? Yes, this is
0: one of the best Marvel books that I've read in a long time.
1: Yeah, especially if you love Hawkeye, a lot of really good ones. buy this immediately. And is we've made it? it! So, with our fine replacement episode, think, hopefully yeah. this is all recorded. If not, uh, it's Kevin's fault. <laughs> if not, you will never hear this
0: because I'm not doing this again. Yeah, heck no. <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: Kelly, thanks for hanging out with our sure. fine new podcast format. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, so uh go on iTunes, check us out, give us some reviews, send us some questions next time. And... Hopefully we'll
0: find Kevin. Um he'll be clean, sober. If not, he'll be back next week or We'll get after his, that. his lawyer
1: to send in a statement for him that we can right. read on the air. Maybe
0: we'll talk to him via Skype. Oh that'd be awesome. Or do they even have Skype and where he is?
1: Yeah, you can just call to our phone. Right, so right. it'll be like a phone call
0: to our <laughs> Skype machine. Yes, via not. satellite. <laughs> that's true. Via satellite. Then we have old technology. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, I kind of hope you get somewhat, and we'll yeah, see you soon. Somebody will be here next week.
1: So, thanks guys. Bye.